God of justice, hear our cry and save us. Make us heed your word to the prophets. Rouse us to the demand of the gospel and impel us to carry it out. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the following passage from the book of Amos the prophet, we hear Amos speak out against indifference to the plight of the poor. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, Alas for those who are at ease in Zion, and for those who feel secure on Mount Samaria. Alas for those who lie on beds of ivory, and lounge on their couches, and eat lambs from the flock and calves from the stall, who sing idle songs to the sound of the harp, and like David, improvise on instruments of music, who drink wine from bowls and anoint themselves with the finest oils, but are not grieved over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore they shall now be the first to go into exile, and the revelry of those who lie in ease shall pass away. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Paul challenges Timothy to live up to the commitment to Christ and to the church community which Timothy made at baptism. One of the blessings of our baptizing during Mass is that we get reminded of the kind of life we're supposed to live. How's that working for us? A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. As for you, man of God, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He is the blessed and only sovereign the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no human being has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill with the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, 
he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus, like rise, received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you is a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours and from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Oh, rock my soul again. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Rock my soul in the bosom of Abraham. Oh, rock my soul. In the story Jesus tells about Lazarus and the rich man, to be in the bosom of Abraham is to be embraced in the presence of God. There's a story, a guy was, uh, he was the wealthiest man in the area, I mean, and everybody knew it, everybody knew that his company was very successful and they just had lots of money, but he was also kind of tight-fisted. He wasn't very generous with the money he had. Never gave to any charities. So uh, one of the community foundations was having a fund drive, and, and the chair of the foundation decided that he was going to personally go to this rich man and ask him to contribute to this fund drive. And so he did. He made an appointment. He came to the man's office, was let in, and he sat down at this man's desk, at this man's office, and and he said to him, "Uh, our records indicate that you are by far the wealthiest person in this area, but our records also indicate that you never contribute to our charity or any other charity. And the rich man 
His eyes flared up and he said, do your records also tell you that I have an elderly mother who is penniless after my father died? Do your records tell you that I have a brother who is ill and cannot work? Do your records tell you that I have a younger sister, widowed, who has four children? Do your records tell you that? And the chair of the fundraiser stepped back. He said, uh, uh, no, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know any of that. And then the rich man said, well, if I don't do anything to help them, why would I give you any money? The story of Lazarus and the rich man is, well, it's interesting for a lot of reasons. You notice that the poor guy is named in the story, Lazarus. The rich man doesn't have a name. Now, they say that when St. Jerome translated the scripture, he gave the rich guy a name, Dives. But in the original translations, in the original text, in the story that Jesus told, the rich guy doesn't have a name. Uh, you know why? <laughs> the rich guy is us. Put our name in him. He, the rich guy who didn't see the person in need, uh, he was Charlie. And the rich person who didn't see the, the, the person in need, her name was Sandy, uh, the rich guy who didn't do anything to help. His name was John. That's the challenge of the story, to see ourselves in the story, to question how we respond to the needs of others. Do we see them? Do we see people? Do we understand that they're in need, whatever the need is. Do we see that they are, in fact, our family? We should be taking care of them. There's a story about Josh and his Jaguar. You, you all know what a Jaguar, how many of you drive a Jaguar, by the way? Oh, good. <laughs> and, and this guy, he, he graduated from the university and, and got his master's degree, and then he went and, and he got another degree at, at some other college in Pennsylvania on, on the western side of Pennsylvania, whatever. And he was extremely successful. He was climbing the ladder, and he became very, very wealthy. And Josh's his goal, his dream, was to own a Jaguar. The biggest, most beautiful Jaguar he could have, and he got it. He worked hard, and he got lots of money, and he bought the Jaguar. It was this beautiful black Jaguar with all the bells and whistles. It was an amazing thing. It was his, his pride and joy. 
One day, Josh was driving his Jaguar on a side street that was pretty busy, and out of the corner of his eye, he saw a, a pair of, 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 of legs, of feet, between two parked cars. And he thought, mm, that's probably a kid. God, well, I don't know what's going to happen. Reminds me of a story, a true story. After I got my, mar my, my marriage license, <laughs> after I got my driver's license, I, was, I borrowed my dad's car and I was pulling away from, from our house and a ball rolled out from the alley into the street and I hit the brakes and my dad saw it. Oh, I scored big points that day because he told me, you see a ball, you stop. Okay, anyway, back to Joshi. He sees these legs between the two parked cars, and then suddenly somebody throws a brick at his beautiful, beautiful Jaguar, smashed right on the door. Well, Joshy pulls up a little bit, puts the car in park, gets out of the car, and runs to where this, this kid is. And he grabs him and he shakes him. He says, who do you think you are? What are you doing? And the little kid said, please, master, please, mister, I, uh, I need your help. You see, my, my brother's in a wheelchair and he, he fell out of his wheelchair and, and he's too big for me to put back in. I can't pick him up. And I couldn't get anybody to help. I threw the brick at your car because it's the only way I thought I could get you to stop and help. Well, Josh shook his head. A lump got in his throat. And he put his hand on this kid's shoulder and followed him and Josh righted the wheelchair and helped this little boy put his brother back in the wheelchair. Guess how much it cost to repair that Jaguar? Nothing. He didn't do it. He never repaired that bang in his his driver's side door. He left it there as a reminder that you shouldn't have to be, you shouldn't have to have your car smashed by a brick to see the needs of others and to help them as you can. As we gather here today, to share the Eucharist. You and I share the body and the blood of Christ, which I would think if we do it intentionally, we have the eyes of Jesus that help us to see that anyone who is in need is our mother, our brother, our sister, and we've got to help them. We've got to help them. Thanks for listening to this week's service. 
For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.